I'm excited today. I have John Choate here with us from Storyline Media. We're going to do a podcast with him. We've got some questions we're going to ask him, and we'll just let you kind of fill in, John, what you want to add to it. I want to start with, please just tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Sure. Well, my name is John Choate, and I own Storyline Multimedia, and I own it with my wife. So this is a business that we started full-time about two and a half years ago. Okay. So um, before that, I had worked at the University of Iowa for seven, close to seven years as a creative media specialist. Okay. And so what had happened was I, I had started taking photo video jobs sort of like on the sides on the weekends and stuff, just kind of like pull in a little bit of income. And then um, when we started Storyline, when we made that switch, it was kind of nice because we didn't have to take out a loan or anything for all the equipment because I had slowly accumulated right. all of that. Um, so yeah, we're in our second. In, yeah, we're in our second year full time, and uh, we love it. We get to meet people like you. Yes, and- it's been uh, it's been fun to get to know you. Before we get too far into the business side of things, we're going to go through a couple of rapid fire questions. Okay. I enjoy doing those. Okay. Kind of throws some people off. You may not have answers for all of them. Okay. First one is, do you collect anything? I do. I collect vintage cameras. Really? So That's I, unique. Yeah. So it's uh, um, it, it started off with um, just people I knew were getting rid of these old cameras and old film cameras and they were asked if I, they, if I wanted them. And I said, yeah. And it's so funny because I actually, um, ended up buying a, uh, kit that you can develop film really? yourself at home in this little box. And it was so funny because it was a Kickstarter thing and I invested in it and it took them like almost a year and a half to f- like fulfill the orders. Cause so many people wanted them. <laughs> so by the time it got to my house, I don't have enough time with the business. Right. It's still in its packaging. So <laughs> so I collect cameras, That's but I don't, fun. I don't have any time to use them. <laughs> well, but it's fun to have them someday yeah. maybe. Yeah. What charities or nonprofits do you support? The YMCA. Okay. Yeah. So we just um, finished doing some work for them. Okay. Uh, for the Key Wash Marathon. Oh, excellent. Um, because we found out that a lot of those proceeds go to other organizations, community okay. organizations. Yes. And so um, a lot of times what we'll do is we'll, you know, like invoice for half price or right. we'll just say, hey, we'll cover this event for free. Because, um, you know, every time we go to the YMCA, we just feel so privileged and lucky right. that we have such a nice facility in such a you know, small town. It's very nice to have that in the community. Yeah. And there's a lot of small communities that have them, and then there's a lot that don't. So, if you could keep only one appliance in your home, what would it be, and why? One appliance, I would say the toaster. The toaster. Yeah. You can live on the toaster. Yeah, toast and butter. All right, this <laughs> is my go-to snack. It's your, uh, it's your essential food. Yeah. What's one excuse you use all the time? Ooh. See, I don't want to say that because then it'll give it away. Um, I will say this. How about this? Okay, so um, before my wife and I had our kid, people would tell us all the time, hey, we're going to be late because, you know, our kid 
right. filled their diaper, right? Right. And so I'm like, that's made up. That's a made up excuse. <laughs> and then we had a kid. And I'm like, oh, they weren't kidding. It, yeah, it happens. <laughs> we'll make you late. Um, yeah, it really that, that didn't really answer your question. Um, no, that's fine. I understand you don't want to give your your clients yeah. the reason that you don't show yeah. up or yeah, do yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a fun one. I have COVID. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That'd keep everybody away. Yeah, That'd buy yeah, yeah. you a lot of time. Yeah. So how'd you get that scar of yours? Scar? Um, I don't I don't think I have any scars. Okay. Well, we were going to find out. Yeah. I didn't know that you did either. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. decided we'll throw it out yeah, there and see no, what you that, come no, up with. I don't think so. We kind of talked about the next one. We're going to get back into this now. Uh you know, how did you get started in the business? Uh, I guess there was a transition, obviously, to go yeah. from what you were doing to this. Uh, it was, and really, it was kind of a hobby. But in that process, I mean, obviously, I don't know if you want to elaborate on that, or if we kind of, if you feel like we covered that question. Uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, the the transition was, it the the timing of everything um, was really strange because we had just had our daughter at the okay. time. Um, she's two and a half. And so we just had her. And then through a sort of a series of events, um, you know, I quit my job at the university of Iowa. Right. Um, and I was doing something else part time and that ended up not being what I wanted to do. Okay. So rather than going back into sort of the nine to five, my wife and I decided like if there was ever a time that we were going to try this now would be it. And so um, I'm really thankful that we did it because I feel like that changed how I sold, if you will. Okay. So like, you know, cause you go to a sales pitch and you're like, Oh man, I didn't get it. That's a bummer. Yeah. This, we had just had our newborn. So now it's like, I'm providing so I kind of need to land this, right? <laughs> so um, we're we're just very thankful for the timing of everything. Sure. And, and like I said, we just get to meet a lot of great people and that's what keeps us going. It's interesting you uh, throw that out there because one of the things I talk to folks about a lot is you need to find your why. Sure. And if you have that why, and it doesn't matter if it's just in life, but in your case, it was your daughter. Yeah. And now it, it created a, a different set of expectations of what you wanted to accomplish. So mm -hmm. that's very interesting. It's a great point. Yeah. What motivated you? Well, and, and honestly, like one thing too, is just meeting so many different people that own so many different businesses, businesses, <laughs> you know? And so, um, you know, when we were even trying to come up with a name storyline, right. You know, it was a conversation that I had with my wife where I was like, if you took all my camera equipment away and I was just at a party with people, I would be asking people about their story. Right. Because, you know, I feel like everybody has something to offer in their experiences, right. something that you can learn from. That's interesting. You bring that up as well, because I work with a lot of different clients as well. Yeah. And it is absolutely fascinating to watch how i mean take a flower shop and then next you're working with a contractor and you're working with you know some type of like in my case an office sure and it's just very unique how uh how how the different products of what they do and yeah yet it's also unique to see how they deal with all the people sometimes yeah, yeah. absolutely 
have you switched directions or from when you first started storyline or how, how's that kind of yeah so when we first started storyline our approach to everything was we're gonna say yes to everything because you were hungry yeah we're hungry <laughs> right um and so late last year we finally got to the point where we were like we're taking weddings off of our offerings because um we just started studying like how exciting projects were so like my wife kind of pointed out like you're not necessarily like super happy when you're editing weddings right and you know i'm i don't like weddings just would wipe me out so like you're doing a it's like all weekend you're right. gone and then it takes you like two or three days to recover and right so i just felt like you know weekends they're going to be family time right and let's just focus on you know helping and supporting local businesses so you just kind of narrowed down your focus a little bit yeah yep and that was kind of a tricky part to kind of hone in on because i'm like i'm i want to make everyone happy right and so learning how to say no i felt like was particularly challenging and i don't think it's something that i'm ever gonna master necessarily right. but you know that was a big transition that we made was if we do do a job this is the what circumstances we... and this is what we can offer you know because at first we we were offering more graphic design okay services too sure and we just were like we can't we can't do this we want to do photo video really well and that's it you know we have graphic designers that we can recommend yeah and and, and it kind of comes back to if you really can find something you're good at and then just repeat that process, you become more efficient. Sure. A higher quality of work. So. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Do, do you specialize in anything in particular or what is your focus? Sure. Um, it's kind of based off of the last question, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, I would, I would say that we identify ourselves as content creators is sort of the short answer to that. So like... Um, you know, in the case of Century Insurance, right. when you guys were building your website, you came in and said, hey, we need to, we want photos of our employees, we right. want photos of happy customers, because right. they are, you know, you got happy customers. Um, but then it sort of evolved into a YouTube series, Yes, you know, where you're asking commonly asked questions. And so it's, it's really like, what kind of content does any particular business need because it's not all going to be the same right so i feel like that that's our specialty is coming in and saying because the reality is every time we meet with somebody or somebody gets introduced to us they're like every conference you go to they're screaming at you like your business will fail if you don't have video like right <laughs> like right whether you agree with that or not um every time somebody said, oh, you do video? I know I need to do video. Like every, that's that's like our most common thing. Yeah, I'm sure. Thing. Um, so we kind of come in and and help people sh like show them what that looks like for them because it's going to be different than, you know. One of the, and that's interesting that you bring that up because human nature, we're very visual creatures. Sure. And so uh, that's that was something that I know when I was introduced 
to having the thought of having you come in and shoot yeah. content for our website. And then when I seen the website, I was like, wow, yeah. that grabs your attention. And now I kind of go out and look at other websites and I'm like, those poor folks, yeah. they need a videographer <laughs> yeah. to put content yeah. together that's well, original. You know, and, and what we're finding is that a lot of people the websites are there are your customers first impression in right. a lot of cases and so if you can hit them with the feeling that they're going to have when they you know walk through the front right. door right. or meet with one of your agents and it really lends to your creative ability too for you yeah. as you can kind of just create that connection for folks right right at the first impression yeah so. absolutely what are some common things that you work through with your clients so I would say the biggest thing that we help people with or work through them with is just feeling comfortable on camera. Yep. So a lot of times that's the biggest holdup for people not moving forward with video content is, well, I just don't want to do it. I don't, you know, a lot of people don't like the sound of their own voice and, you know. I can so, identify. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, you're like, I feel like a lot of times we come in and help businesses because we, we get to hear their story. Right. And I just fall in love with the the story and I'm like, let's, let's tell it. Like, this yeah. is awesome. Like people should be hearing about this. And, you know, we help like one thing that we started doing is like, if somebody's really nervous, okay, well, we're going to create a relaxing environment. We're going to bring in a teleprompter. Um, and it's, it's great. We, we pick up little tricks. Like there's sometimes where we'll start the teleprompter and say like, Hey, just so you know, we're not recording. Why don't you just do a practice? Like, and then we'll record and they'll hit it out of the park. Right. You know, because they're the pressure of not having to perform is off of their shoulders right. for a little bit, you know? And, and so then, then they realize they did yeah. shoot the content. Yeah. I will put a shameless plug in. You, okay. you really have a very good, uh, an excellent ability to relax folks. Thank when you. I first started doing this, that was kind of my thing. And I know yeah. my voice, the pitch of my voice and the, you know, I, I listened to it later. I'm like, wow, I was, I was nervous and you've just done a really good job. And I've seen you interact with others to really just bring a relaxed mood to it. Yeah. So I feel... Um, I sometimes yeah. feel like I'm your only customer, and I'm sure every of the others all feel the oh, same yeah, way because yeah. you really make it personal. So yeah, well, thank you. I, that's, I appreciate uh, that. That's good. A very good uh, gift or talent that you have ability. Yeah, so thank you. What's your What's been one of your biggest projects? And I know you maybe don't want to name drop or something, but if you could at least talk about the. Yeah, um, we did a. We did a. Uh, huge project for the university of iowa late last year okay um and part of it was a residency program for one of the departments okay and they normally fly in potential residents give them a tour of like where they're going to be spending six years basically so right but with all the covid stuff everything had to go online right so we were tasked with the job of how do you convey the program and the city life when everything's shut down, right? Right. So that was pretty fun. Luckily, we had a bunch of footage that we had just sort of stockpiled of some of the um, parties and celebrations that 
you know, take place downtown right. the city. So you can put that together. Yeah. And we, we made a disclaimer in the bottom, like this footage was taken from 2019. Right. So people didn't think like, wait, are they fully open? Right. <laughs> right. You know, so, um, was, was that stressful? to do a project like that? Because it really could hinge a lot on the school's success as well. Sure. Um, so what was really interesting about this was I wasn't nervous. Um, and part of the reason was I had already worked for the University of Iowa for so long that I was familiar with like all the locations oh, yeah. and things like that. And one of the things that I thought was really interesting was um, with – I thought the referral for this job would have come through like somebody that I worked with at the University of Iowa. And it actually came, the head of the department gets his haircut at Thompson and Co Salon where I do all their media stuff for them. So it was just like this weird thing of like, just you never, connections. yeah, just connections and you never right. know, you know, what, what one thing is going to lead to another, right. but, you know, we we felt pretty confident with that approach. And one of the things we do is, you know, we try to write out everything we're doing. So we try to make it as, as efficient as possible. So like you were well prepped for then. Yeah. So we in. just right. said, OK, there's going to be, you know, three interviews you want to do. Let's stack them up in these different locations. And, and so just a lot of the pre-planning sure. stuff made it pretty easy. I know that you recently expanded your business. Do you plan to add more in the future? Are you kind of finding a sweet spot that you want to stay within? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So we have a video editor who's part-time now. And okay. we're looking to make that full-time, hopefully within the next couple months. And what's fun about that is, you know, James is the name of our video editor. He's been really helpful in us figuring out our processes so, um, so it's really been fun, uh, sort of like including somebody else in on the business. I would say like the challenge is, you know, it's such a creative field that nobody's going to replicate what you do. Right. They're going to find their own sort of like creative path. Right. So what I'm like learning how to do is kind of like hey, this isn't maybe how I would have done it, but it's really good still, yeah. you know, and it's right. his, you know. His, so His kind of DNA in that yeah, project. Right? Yeah, so right now, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that we would want to get more than one. Okay. At the time, but, you know, I, I don't know. We'll, well, we'll see how it goes. And one thing you've been, you're very fortunate with, from a lot of the businesses I work with that I can see is a, can be a weakness. Yeah. Your wife's a, a CPA. Yes. Yep. So. Uh, she is the only reason we are successful. <laughs> well, I didn't say that, but it's just funny to work with a business that yeah. has, when they have those people in their organization at the data and the information and how the details all work out, it's hugely beneficial yes. to have a strong uh somebody that's really strong in just organizing the numbers and how that process works. Yeah. Yeah. We actually, uh, uh, just kind of a side story off of that. When we started dating, I, this is how bad I am with finances. So I was doing photography on the side. I was working at the university of Iowa 
And when I would take a photo job, so like a family portrait session, maybe, you know, I brought in $150, right? I would go out and buy a piece of equipment for like $300 and not understand why I was losing money because, you know, you just are like, oh, I'm, I'm doing it. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm making it. And even saying it out loud, people Sounds are funny. listening. <laughs> yeah, people are listening like, dude, you're an idiot. But it's just like I realized pretty quickly that finances and numbers were not my strong suit. And so I was actually ready to just stop doing the side business altogether. Right. And so Emily, my wife, was like, I think I could help you. Like, I think we could really do something with this that would be profitable and, you know. Well, there's two reasons I bring that up. You said we started the business. Yeah. And I know you both, or I know you well enough and hear yeah. you talk about her enough that I know that she was obviously, an, for sure, a very big piece of all this working yeah so that was one piece of it uh that i that i, I just know it's very beneficial so yeah it's kind of interesting to uh, uh and probably even on future growth i mean now you can kind of grow and expand based off of science and real numbers not, yeah yeah uh, and nothing against it it's just artistic people we you know, I can tend to be that sometimes I don't care so much about the details. Yeah. And yet that's usually where yeah. where all the difference gets made. Well, it's a good soundboard, too, because I feel like I'm always looking at what current trends are. And then I get easily distracted. I'm like, I, oh, my gosh, I need to buy another camera. <laughs> She's like, mm, I don't think do so. Do you need it, though? Like, <laughs> so it's, it's really good. And I'm, yep. I'm really grateful. What is something you want people to know about your business? Um, I would say that your story matters. I, I, I really believe that. And I believe that everybody has overcome some obstacle in their life. And that story might be beneficial to help somebody else. And part of the reason I, I'm so passionate about that is, um, there's just so much to learn from each other and there's more to every story too. So like a lot of people out there that we do projects for, you know, they're not just doing construction to do construction. They're passionate about helping people do what they can right. do. Yep. And so I've found that if you focus on the passion side of the storytelling as opposed to just the service, then you get a higher quality client is maybe the wrong way of describing it, but it's almost like, you know, if, if like I'm trying to hopefully this, you is, deliver a higher quality product though. Yeah. If you can reveal you can, the full story. Yeah. And you can kind of show like, the caliber of person that's going to be in your home, right? You know, because often, like you said, you see a builder out there, but really, outside of that, even what what put him in that position? You know, what put this all yeah. together? And yeah. A lot of times, it's it's the history of where we start. Each business starts that helps uh, maybe present why you want to work with that person. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. No, you guys. Yeah, that's interesting. What's the most rewarding part of your business? Most rewarding part. I would I would I would say the relationships. Um 
I would say about 75% of our clients are regular clients and something that we, we get to see and we get to be a part of their lives. And it always seems like they're just, people are working on something cool. And, you know, we have the fortunate privilege of, you know, uh, you had the I-57 guys on your podcast and we went down and shot some drone footage of them putting on a metal commercial roof. And, you know, uh, James, our video editor went with us and, you know, the whole time, every time I fire up my drone, I'm like, I can't believe I get to live in the time period where we get to fly drones. Like this is, and, and capture really, really right. high quality video. And, um, so I just, I think that's the most rewarding part is we get to come in and, and capture the special things that people right. are doing. And the fun part I'm sure for you is even seeing the progression yeah. of these businesses grow and the results of the material you produce. Yeah. I yeah, would, 100%. would think so. What is something you would advise someone looking to get into your field? So, yeah, that's a great question. Um, just don't be afraid to ask for help. Like, I, I really wish I would have, like, and, and I don't know if it's like this in your field, but, you know, there's a lot of people that are doing the same thing. Right. That I'm doing in Eastern Iowa. And at first, I think you can think of it as competition. Right. But we've done a lot of, like, collaboration mm-hmm. with other people. Right. Or, um, you know, a good friend of mine, I'll, I'll call him and be like, hey, how you know, how would you handle this type of situation or have you run into this? Right. And I always feel like it's such a collaborative yes. experience. And I and that would be my thing is like, you know, if something's not working, just don't be afraid to ask for help. I would agree with you. I found it very beneficial as well in my life yeah. or in my business as well. Yeah. I really don't have any other questions. I don't know if you have a closing uh, thought that you want to leave with people or maybe even a sales pitch uh, uh, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Well, um, I would just say that if you're listening to this, that we believe your story matters. We, we believe that everybody's story matters and, and we want to tell it. So. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming on to the podcast. I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and allowing us to ask you these questions. Yeah. We could not uncover your scar. <laughs> but maybe i'll have one by next time it's it's been fun to work with uh, storyline media yeah. and i know with uh, gary bontrager consulting we've really uh enjoyed having you come in also there and build our content yeah. i know you were part of an event that we put on and just seen the process of a lot of companies working together and collaborating uh even though they're maybe even in total different types of businesses it's yeah. just uh Appreciate your time on that. Yeah. Too, so. Well, and, and one last thing I would I would say is, um, you know, we're in the process of switching our insurance over to Century yes. Insurance, and uh, I'm I'm just like blown away by, you know, when we were going out and looking for insurance companies, we were like, we need drone coverage, and all these people are like, well, we don't offer that, and then I just mentioned it to you in passing, and you're like, well, there's like three different options. Which ones do you want? And I'm like. Wait a second. <laughs> I thought it was really hard to get it. And so anyways, I think that's just like a, a testimony of like you being on top of the game 
and knowing what's out there and tracking with current trends and uh, just, you know, providing the best, best service for your clients. So I really appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I just yeah. know that's uh, one of the things back a little bit to the why. I know when I got into it, I really, one of the things that kind of resonated with me was digging in and trying to find a lot of the unique coverages yeah. that weren't very common. And it's kind of been a thread that I've always carried uh, because it's easy to do the normal thing. Sure, uh, sure. But even with what you're doing as well, it's the unique yeah. that that often can make maybe set you apart from the other businesses that you yeah. compete with. So, awesome. That's all I have. All right. Thanks Sounds for having good. Me.